Hello Blazers, welcome to a bonus episode of UAB Green and Told. Original air date, Wednesday, May 20th, 2020. This podcast allows us to share stories from members of the UAB family. I'm Greg Berry, Assistant Director in the UAB Office of Alumni Affairs. Today, we are joined by Drew Dunaway, a 2016 graduate of the UAB Collat School of Business, where he earned his bachelor's degree in industrial distribution. Drew currently works with Bawe Cybertech, a global company that has found ways to help combat COVID-19. BCT focuses around digital transformation solutions, so a lot of predictive analytics, digital experience, and then uh, the digital supply chain management, uh, which was kind of what I came in to do from, from the very beginning. So back in September, we had no idea where the world would be today. What were you doing on a day-to-day basis at that point? Because it was a totally different atmosphere. Right. So at that point in time, uh, I was regularly attending conferences, doing a lot of client meetings, you know, in-person demos, and a little bit on the, the consulting side as far as just meeting with clients and finding out what their next stages were in their digital development. So like you mentioned, uh, a lot of that has changed since now and uh, definitely moved over into a, a more digital form. Uh, so still uh, still very busy, you know, definitely does look, look different in today's environment. So at what point did you and BCT kind of shift gears and take a look at the coronavirus and, and what you guys can do to help combat COVID-19? Sure, so about two months back um, is when everybody started working from home and and that sort of thing and uh, it came out uh, we had done some work previously with uh, the singapore government and so they had actually launched uh, a contact tracing app uh, i believe it's called blue trace and uh, so that was kind of when uh, the guys from our mobility practice picked up on kind of some of the groundwork that was laid from those products and started looking at developing something that we could potentially take to market for enterprises to uh, help combat COVID outbreaks within their organizations. From development to launch, how long did that take? For us to kind of have a beta product, uh, I think that was basically in the in the neighborhood of about two weeks for us to have kind of a working uh, model to go off of. And it has actually been very much so uh, advanced and improved over the last couple of months uh, as we've taken on more client meetings and kind of fine-tuned exactly what it is that organizations are looking for as well. So let's talk a little bit about contact tracing. What exactly does it do and, and how does it work? Yeah, absolutely. So the solution itself uses Bluetooth to find and record users of registered phone numbers within the app. Uh, that come close to one another, so without actually pairing those two devices. So it records dwell time and proximity range, and uh, so we're also actually in the process of integrating that with wearable devices for uh, the platform for those environments where employees uh, don't actually carry their phones. So the data itself uh, could be stored locally in the respective devices or pushed periodically into a server uh, that server is would be managed by a team within the company itself, and uh, the data itself is actually encrypted, 
Um, so for privacy reasons for the user, only the phone number with the confirmation through a one-time password is actually used for that registration process. And there aren't really any user IDs or passwords and the location services are, are not used, mainly from a, from a security standpoint. So once a, a user is, is found to be COVID positive, for example, uh, the data from their phone uh, in terms of the phone numbers that they were in contact with, let's say for the past 30 days, could be extracted for contact tracing and the people who were in contact could be alerted immediately. And then further tracking of those contacts uh, could be carried on and so on. So in addition to the app itself, uh, we've also developed a prototype web app that has dashboards for key stakeholders uh, that provide uh, search for the phone numbers and the ability to flag the specific phone number as infected. And the search results also display kind of a tree graph with the phone numbers that came into contact with the user and heat maps based on dwell duration and proximity, which are all based off of the standards that were defined by the CDC. So this is kind of a informational app and web-based platform so you can see who you're interacting with and how do you can kind of avoid um, potential people? Right, so uh, the main use case would be, like I said, when somebody comes in and, and let's say they do test positive, uh, the biggest portion of that would be being able to alert uh, other employees who were in contact with that person, right? So, and then Obviously, each company would be different, but then kind of using that as a measuring stick to, you know, potentially have those other employees stay home for, for a particular quarantine period. Overall, with the goal of, of kind of stopping the spread and, uh, you know, alerting people as quickly as possible that they may have been in contact. What's the reception been by the users that you have so far? Uh, it's been extremely positive. Uh, so obviously everybody is looking to uh, do their part and, and kind of help keep their employees safe. You know, so everything that, that we've had from a customer facing standpoint, uh, it's been received very well. Uh, there's a lot of questions, you know, around the details and privacy aspect as well. Uh, a lot of legal departments are, are being involved with those sort of conversations, just depending on, on exactly what that environment looks like and, you know, how, what's the most effective way of, of publishing that tends to be, you know, kind of the mode of conversation that we're looking at now. So who's the target? Is it general consumers? Is it employers? Who are you after? So uh, so the target would be employers. And so the app itself, so uh, Google and Apple are working on a similar solution, uh, which was published not that long ago. But problems that come up from the Google and Apple solution have been that they are looking at only having that available to government entities and uh, looking at it from an overall population base sort of perspective. So, and also, you know, if there are so many apps out there, uh, people wouldn't know which one to download and some of them may not be integrated well with one another. So the way that our particular platform kind of addresses that issue is uh, it's able to be hosted by the employer themselves. So they kind of have a, a closed environment where they can kind of do it for themselves. And then the app can also be integrated with existing platforms that they may have for their employees. 
so that they're not particularly having to go out and have everyone re-download you know, a brand new application. It can be something that's integrated with some current technology that they're already using within their workforce. Approximately how many downloads have you gotten so far and how many active users? A little bit uh, hard to say just from uh, an NDA perspective on uh, exactly, uh, you know, how many and, and that sort of thing. So the kind of, uh, I guess, a way to answer that question would be the, the way that the app works is, is it's a kind of a, a one-time price model and then the organization is then allowed to kind of disperse that as they feel it's needed within different uh, segments of their organizations. How does this differentiate from other similar apps? How do you separate yourself from the competition? The biggest thing that we try to focus on is that privacy, right? So a lot of the apps take in, you know, location and GPS data and are, uh, it's something that the employees are actually taking home with them, which, you know, comes with its own kind of legal questions as well, as far as what's, what's allowed and what's not from those kind of perspectives. So where we try to differentiate ourselves is uh, being able to use our expertise from a mobility standpoint to really customize it to exactly what that organization is looking for. So with, with kind of that overall focus on the privacy of the user. Obviously, BCT has long-term goals, but can you really have a long-term goal with the contact tracing app, knowing that it might just have a shelf life and things will run its course? The way that we're really looking at this is more from a community support initiative standpoint. We're not really out to uh, to make a, you know a, a bunch of money off of uh, a pandemic, right? So, uh, the biggest thing that we're looking at doing is is just kind of uh, seeing where things may go and kind of offering a solution to uh, to organizations that may not have that option at this point in time. Is there anything that I missed that I should have asked that needs to be said about the contact tracing app? I think we've mostly covered it. I mean, I think one of the biggest pieces, you know, the two things that, that are most important is one, from an enterprise standpoint, it's not like something that has to be deployed outside of their current environment for any company that may be looking at it. And then uh, we really feel like the uh, wearable devices is gonna be a, a very much a key differentiator uh, as far as what's available to, let's say like warehouse employees or that sort of environment where, uh, you know, the access to phones is not available. So that's something we're working very hard on at this point in time. But outside of that, I think uh, I think we've about covered it. For employers that might be interested in contact tracing and, and getting it set up for their employees, what should they do? Who should they contact? They can reach out to, uh, to me. Um, so uh, my email address is uh, drew, D-R-E-W dot D at Bawan Cybertech. That's B-A-H-W-A-N-C-Y-B-E-R-T-E-K dot com. And, uh, or you can just give me a call here. Uh, my number is 256-714-8462. And uh, we'll be happy to, to talk with you about it and uh, see what we can do to help. Be sure to check out UAB's comprehensive online COVID-19 resource page at uab.edu slash coronavirus. Meanwhile, listen in on previous Green and Told episodes at alumni.uab.edu slash greenandtold. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. 
We can be found at iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. While there, leave a written review so others can find us too. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We are at UAB Alumni on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And until next time, go Blazers.